0: back we're back hello after the christmas break we have returned
1: yes we are all well rested we have eaten a lot i don't we know are about well great. rested no, i've we been are not, up actually. since five <laughs> <laughs> we were but not anymore
0: right i don't know we just didn't feel like recording and putting out uh, stuff on christmas day
1: yeah you know we just wanted a break and i noticed a lot of other people also took breaks
0: yes yes so i thought but- it was valid yeah, yeah. P- people take breaks. It's we aren't valid. the only ones. Yeah, but uh, uh, yeah. We're back. We're back here today. We're recording.
1: We're back and we're ready to it dazzle fe- you. It
0: feels like forever, honestly.
1: It it feels like a very long time that we have uh not recorded.
0: Yeah, even though it's only been a week, it's crazy. Or has it been two weeks? Because we usually we record the episode. It's been like over the, a week. The weekend at least. prior.
1: It's been over a week. Yeah. Yeah. Feels yeah. like a month.
0: It's been a long time. Yeah. But anyways, welcome back to episode 16 of the Rewatch Podcast, where we are currently talking about Brooklyn Nine-Nine. And in this episode, we'll be talking about season one, episode 16, The Party.
1: And it was written by Gabe Liebman and Gil Ozeri, and directed by Michael Engler.
0: Was that Liebman or Leadman? Leadman. Okay. Duh. I wanted to make sure everybody taking notes out there heard that correctly.
1: They're taking notes right now? (laughs) Are you guys taking notes?
0: Yeah, for the test later Uh, on.
1: There's a test? Yes. Wait, are we the teachers?
0: (laughs) (laughs) We're pretty bad teachers.
1: We're bad at this.
0: So the cold open of this episode, uh, the greatest thing ever just happened, which uh, is what Amy announces and urges everyone to check their emails. Holt and his husband are holding... uh, Not holding. Hosting...
1: They're holding a party <laughs> in holding. their palms.
0: Well, don't, isn't that a way we're holding a party? Hold, you
1: can also hold, you can hold a party. We're
0: holding a social gathering.
1: But I just wanted to put it in like a weird perspective. <laughs> holding right. it in your palms.
0: Everybody step into Holt's hand.
1: Yes, everyone, gather.
0: But they're hosting a party at their house. And um, it's for uh, Holt's birthday, I believe. Yes, mm-hmm. And um, his husband invited all of them. And it's yes. a bit like late because you know the party's happening like tonight oops (laughs) yeah it's a a little late notice it's a pretty late invite yeah but uh amy says that in um preparation she's going to learn everything she can about holt so that they can bond and become true friends
1: that's creepy right
0: it's a little bit creepy yeah
1: jake looks at her kind of worried when she says that
0: Like, uh, don't you think, I don't know. I feel like people become friends through talking, not by like, uh, stalking you and learning all of your interests. I don't think
1: anyone becomes friends like that. Or if they do, they then realize later on they're a scary person.
0: Right. Like you've done a little too much research. Uh, how do you know what ply toilet paper I use?
1: (laughs) Ew.
0: <laughs> uh, <laughs> but getting away from Amy's weirdness and skipping over to Boyle's weirdness, mm-hmm. he thinks that he's like imagining what their house and what the party is going to look like. And he says that he thinks it's going to be a Beauty and the Beast type fancy house.
1: That's cute, right?
0: Which, uh, I mean, it was a pretty fancy house. It is. With like he's a, not
1: way off base.
0: Dancing, you know, furniture and the singing The food, the hors
1: d'oeuvres.
0: Orders. <laughs> I, I was thinking on the magical side. I didn't know.
1: Oh, I was ta- I was thinking about food. I don't know. <laughs> Food's magical to me.
0: We just ate.
1: We just ate.
0: I'll probably eat more after this. Oh, I will too. Cattle corn and Colombian chocolate, not chocolate. Colombian coffee ice cream. <laughs>
1: it's your it's your go to. It's my go to every night.
0: But uh, Jake jokes that he thinks that Holt's house is just a white box with a USB port that he plugs his finger into when he's not. He just active. called him
1: a robot.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Which he does constantly. Oh, man. But uh, at that moment, Holt comes over and acknowledges that he knows that everybody's been invited to the party. He says that there is very little street parking, no gifts, and no happy birthday singing. Should be fun.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Which, uh, I mean, I-, I do appreciate a good no singing.
1: I appreciate no singing and having not having to bring gifts.
0: And I don't like the. I don't think the no street parking belongs in there though.
1: No, but he's just a weird person.
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, New York rarely ever has good street parking.
1: Yeah, so Holt makes this little announcement and he kind of walks away. And Jake can tell that Holt doesn't really want everyone there, or at least he is assuming this. he's getting the vibe that he doesn't want them there. And also because his husband invited them and it wasn't Holt that invited them.
0: I don't know how Jake assumes anything about anything that Holt feels considering that Holt gives off no vibes.
1: Yeah, he really doesn't. But he's just assuming that because he he didn't personally invite them that his and husband did. it was a late did. invite. Late invite, yeah. Um, Gina agrees with that because she's a pessimistic person.
0: <laughs> she's stirring the pot.
1: Yeah, she's stirring the pot. She always says, Amy doesn't believe it. She's like, What are you talking about? Of course he wants us there.
0: Of, of course Holt wants me, Amy, yeah. There. Obviously. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and Jake is like, Well, he thinks we're going to embarrass him. And he stands up in the middle of saying this and he knocks over his bowl of cereal that is filled with orange soda. That is disgusting.
0: I've heard of orange juice in cereal, which I think is gross still. Mm-hmm. But like carbonated orange flavoring That's in your nasty. cereal? That just ruins the flavor of whatever cereal you're eating.
1: So we got some irony there of him saying, oh, we're going, we're going to embarrass him. He thinks we'll embarrass him. And then he's being embarrassing.
0: Right. He spills soda like a child. all over it's his like keyboard. It's like a
1: child's food.
0: I don't understand how any of his computer parts work considering how often he spills things.
1: He probably gets it all replaced.
0: That's your tax dollars at work, folks.
1: Oh, great. <laughs> but anyway, uh, we now have uh, the next scene is Jake walking into Holt's office and he's wishing him a happy birthday. And he wants to know how many spankings he'll be getting this year, like how old uh, you'll be.
0: Uh, 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 wait, I've heard of like shoulder punches.
1: Yeah, I've heard of punches. But spankings? Like, yeah, spankings. That, that sounds, sounds a little, kinky. A little naughty. That is naughty. That's not, nasty that's not work-appropriate, Jake. He's a naughty boy. And Holt is like, save the charm for the party. It's because, <laughs> you know, he's being so charming right now. That was a joke. And, yes, uh, a joke. Uh, he's a comedian. <laughs> so Jake then accuses him of not wanting them there. He confronts him. He's like, you don't want us there, right? Jacques. J'accuse. And, you know, Holt says he's actually very happy. <laughs> Jake is like, yeah, I can tell that from your face. Um, <laughs> But Which, again,
0: he, how do he make it an assumption in the first yeah. place?
1: I mean, you, you can't tell with him. He Especially at work, he's very stoic. Right. Um, We see a different side of him later, but we'll get to that. But Holt says that he and his husband probably won't get along. So, I mean, it won't, it's going to be a bit awkward.
0: Jake and his husband.
1: Yes. Jake and his husband won't get along.
0: Right. Not um, Holt and his...
1: Yeah, yeah. of course. <laughs> they get along just fine. They are a match made in heaven. They're married. But Jake guarantees him, gives him that Jake guarantee, that Kevin will be Uh, His best friend by the end of the the night.
0: I really want a Jake Guarantee T-shirt.
1: I do too. Hey, uh,
0: Brooklyn Nine-Nine, can you... um, Andy Samberg, can you make that happen?
1: I want that. I I, want that very
0: much. Everybody go and tweet Andy Samberg and ask for some merch.
1: Yeah, but they'll be besties. He promises. It will happen. Jake Guarantee. We cut away to another scene where Amy, Rosa, and Boyle, and Terry are in the break room. They're just like eating and stuff, and... Jake brings in this box full of all of the grisly and, like, terrible crimes in the 9-9 for the past, like, eight years. And he thinks that he can charm Kevin, Holt's husband, with cop stories. Right. Because cop stories, everyone loves cop stories, right?
0: Right. I mean, why is true crime Murder, so popular?
1: true crime, yes. People love it. They eat that shit up. So he's like, I got this. He also, Jake also has karaoke songs on his phone, so they can duet together.
0: Which, uh, I don't know, that sounds pretty cringy to me.
1: That makes me want to die inside. I, I,
0: I do not want to do karaoke in any scenario.
1: Me too. But after hearing all of this, Terry gets kind of pissed, and he's like, all right, guys, emergency meeting in the briefing room in two minutes, and he leaves. So then we transition over to the briefing room, and Terry writes out on the whiteboard, adult parties. And obviously... uh. This is about the upcoming event.
0: Right, so, going to a party and being an adult.
1: Yeah, but Jake jokes that that's what they call orgies. <laughs> Ew. Uh, Scully inserts this uh, little factoid that he met his wife at an orgy. At one? But then he says, wait, hang on. Actually, she was leaving the orgy, and then we met on the street. What? So... Um, just clarifying, that's not the same thing. Uh,
0: <laughs> no, he wasn't participating.
1: He was not participating in that. He was not there. She was the one. In, okay. Also, anyway. how do you
0: bump into someone on the street and be like...
1: Hey, what were you up do, to? Do you want to hang out sometime? Hey, what what were you just doing? Oh, what? an orgy? Sick. Hey,
0: can I that's come to great. the next one?
1: Yeah. But after that, Terry says, Okay, you guys, you really need some understanding on how to interact with grownups because you all are terrible at it. You don't know how to have... Uh, mature and appropriate conversations
0: we babies
1: they babies so amy is like why am i here i shouldn't be here i'm always so polite and appropriate in fact i was voted most appropriate in high school
0: Ooh, yeah. self-burn yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. have you posted that meme before i, feel I don't like
1: a- we haven't no? i will find it and post it yes probably
0: Self burn, those are rare,
1: and Rosa chimes in and says she shouldn't be here either because I, she, she, you know, she just stands in the middle of the room and doesn't say anything.
0: In the middle of the room,
1: that's a kind of creepy image to me that she stands in the middle of the room, like with a drink in hand, probably, and just like doesn't say anything. Do you want know, well, about else, when I hear that? I think of like a spotlight, it's just on her, it's weird. I think about what
0: weird creepy magic
1: yeah that's what i'm thinking like something creepy <laughs> like ritualistic thing um
0: like what are you doing there yeah but secrets that's,
1: i mean i guess not saying anything is better than saying something weird right i guess right so then terry gets into the instructions here are the rules for tonight no staring at your phones no rolling in two hours late No sweatpants, no jeans, no shorts, and everyone should bring a bottle of wine.
0: That's a lot of wine.
1: And so I was thinking about this uh, little list here, and I thought to myself, you know what? I think I'd fail. I don't think I'd be good at this. Because one, um, I stare at my phone all the time. Right. I am constantly on my phone. I can't look at my phone at my job, and it absolutely drives me crazy every single day. I'm seriously addicted to my phone. So that and then, like, uh, the bringing a bottle of wine... I wouldn't know what to get. Uh, I'd be like, "What is a good wine?"
0: Yeah, you just go to the wine store and and you're like, "Hey, uh, uh wine me,
1: wine me up." I don't know what's a good wine. I uh, don't give know, me a red. I don't drink. I don't know the wine business.
0: How about one of those grape wines?
1: Ah, uh, yes. Give me your finest grape drink. <laughs> I want a grape drink. Hold <laughs> the alcohol me. and things in there. <laughs> just give me there. some grape juice. Yes, grape juice. I want um, a Passover. But Jake belly aches about the rules. He's like. Uh, why uh, why why just why why any of this <laughs> and then he's like but hang on is being late on the list
0: and he's like like well what do you mean i can't be late he's like that that's literally the first thing i said
1: yeah he's you know not about any of these rules but um uh, yeah you can't be late <laughs> so we'll see if he's actually going to be on time
0: right and then gina says well what about fancy shorts like the ones <gasps> oh. j-lo would wear
1: Oh uh, yes, yeah. She brings <laughs> up the fancy shorts because that was a thing for a little bit. I have no idea the fashion what, the, thing. what that is. Fancy shorts. Um, is, it, is it like silk shorts? That was a joke in Parks and Rec. Actually, Leslie Nope. That's her name, right? Yes. Yes. Um, she had on a uh, like a suit with shorts. It was like a a formal attire. I don't know. I'm just mentioning. That sounds things. like
0: safari guide type shit
1: it does it, it gives off safari vibes
0: well uh terry poo-poos the fancy shorts yes so immediately after the meeting we cut to everybody waiting on a street corner uh getting ready to go to holt's party they're all in their like outer wear coats and they all got like fancy coats
1: they have nice fancy coats like yeah, pea coats and all that right
0: yeah, made out of peas and one Made arm. out
1: of actual individual peas
0: glued right. together. So sewn together.
1: Yeah, so sewn together.
0: With hemp thread.
1: You can eat it. It's all natural.
0: Yeah. You Hungry, can throw it in the ocean and it. a turtle could eat it and it'd be oh fine. My God.
1: So if you get peckish, not to worry.
0: Pea coat. Pea coat. That, or that.
1: Better than the other kind
0: of pea coat. <laughs> right. The, the coat that comes with a pea bottle that you, you see, can pee in.
1: I was just thinking it and was And it covered. has a
0: vagina attachment for the ladies.
1: That's convenient. I was just thinking Although, of.
0: Wait, have you mm. seen those? Those like little cups that you can put over your vagina so that you can direct your pee when you're like camping?
1: No, but that sounds great.
0: But w- what I see when I look at it is like covering your whole vagina in piss.
1: Oh, I guess there's a design a- a flaw. Yeah, because it goes error. over
0: your whole vagina.
1: I mean, well, <laughs> that's not where the peat comes from. I mean, it kind of already from. gets kind of pee on it a little well, bit, actually, but not yeah. like soaked like that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Just, wait. So yeah, I guess so, yeah, because the oh. pee holes at the top. <laughs> what
1: are we talking about? <laughs> <laughs> what is this?
0: Pea coats. Pea coats. <laughs> they're wearing fancy well, coats. Why
1: they <laughs> bring up pea coats? They can't weren- mention any the, peas around the here. The
0: crew is wearing fancy coats. Okay. And uh, what was it? A- Amy, like they're standing there and um. Scully is wearing shorts, and Terry is like, that's literally, I said not to wear shorts.
1: Yeah, but why why would you do that? And he says that uh, he said so many things.
0: He said so many things about shorts. I got confused.
1: I got so confused. Oh, I really screwed the pooch on this one.
0: (laughs) Screwed the pooch. Yeah. What a nice thing. Yeah. uh, Jake runs up to them, and he's like, ooh, yes, and I'm only 35 minutes late.
1: 35 minutes. That's a long
0: time to leave people standing there.
1: It's, it seems like it's cold outside. Right. That's a long time. I'd be well, pissed.
0: Yeah, it's chilly. You and yeah. your pea coat. It's filling up real quick. And, uh <laughs> Stop! But they don't. there are no bathrooms outside.
1: Yeah, you gotta pee in your coat.
0: But Terry is like, you know, brr, Jake, what are you doing? And mm-hmm. uh, Jake was like, well, I had to stop for wine. But, like, first of all, before I talk about this, everyone else had to get wine, too. Yes. No one else was late.
1: Yeah, I know. He waited last minute. Uh, to get it. Uh, Jake. Good God.
0: Stop being me. He is you. <laughs> Which I would I would totally do that. You would do that. I would be late. Mm-hmm. But uh, cut Tim him at a wine shop and he walks in and he's like, I'll have your finest wine. And the guy who is like bald and hipster looking. I don't yes.
1: Know, fancy boy. He fancy looks like lab. a wine guy.
0: Yeah. But he's like, that'll be $1,600. And Jake was like, I'll have your $8 bottle of wine.
1: That's a mood.
0: Which, uh, oh, bro, not $16,000, dollars Yeah, 16000
1: oh. oh, oh.
0: That's an old wine oh. right there.
1: That's a lot.
0: The yeast has been, it, it, it's so old that it ran out of stuff to eat. Yeast. Yeast? What about yeast? Yeast. It, isn't that what happens with I know, it ferments?
1: Yeast is a weird word. Or I is just yeast wanted to juice beer? I think it's beer. I'm pretty sure it's beer. And wine? Oh, shit. I don't, I don't know. know, dude. Uh,
0: the fermenting process eludes me. I only heard- I don't know anything about this. I only this. listened to one podcast where they talked about winemaking. Uh, I avoid nervous. all
1: talk on this stuff. <laughs> so I have no idea. I don't know. <laughs> I am the useless. The barrel has
0: something to do with it.
1: Is it. barrel- The
0: different woods add different flavors.
1: They add different notes.
0: Like using a maple versus an oak barrel. Ooh. Or a mahogany barrel?
1: Mahogany? Mahogany. That is mahogany dead meme. Dead <laughs> Hunger meme. Games
0: meme. Hunger Games. Hunger Games. But yeah, Joke shows them the 8 dollars bottle. Just call him Joke. Oh my god. Wow, okay. Don't <laughs> no, keep going,
1: it's funny. <laughs> <laughs> oh
0: my god. Jake. Jake. J-A-K-E. Mm-hmm. Short for Jacob, maybe. Jacob. Peralta. He shows them the eight dollarist bottle of wine and uh, wine made from a vineyard in Arkansas. Sounds classy. Which is just Kansas with A-R at the beginning. I don't know. Why is it pronounced like that? I don't know. And everyone pulls out the exact same bottle of wine. <laughs> and they've all bought the eight dollarist bottle of wine there was. Mm-hmm. Terry is disappointed. Visibly. <laughs> uh, they walk up to Holt's house and Holt greets them. He's like oh hello everyone. And Amy gives him an awkward compliment. She's like, those slacks are killing or something like that.
1: Why is she like nearly hitting on him whenever she's trying so hard?
0: What's she saying? She said those, those slacks. Those
1: slacks are a knockout.
0: A knockout. And she, she like,
1: smirks after.
0: Immediately after then goes, come on, Amy. <laughs> <laughs> she's like disappointed in herself for saying that. Yeah. Which uh, that was that's, a tough one. That comment hmm. just kind of gets ignored. That was tough. And then Holt introduces everybody to his husband Kevin. There he is. And uh, Kevin examines the wine that they brought, which um, <laughs> it's apparently it's called wine drink.
1: So it's not like a. It's just it's a wine drink. Th-
0: this is legally called wine drink. Yeah. Which uh, if anybody knows what happens when you, you slap "drink" on the end of things. I wonder if it's an it's American thing. It's
1: like a thing. diluted kind of I wonder, thing.
0: I was wondered if it was an American thing yeah. because like all like gross and oddly specific processes. Yeah. Like kind of American. Yeah. Like orange drink. Maybe. It's not orange juice. It yeah. is like very specifically a liquid that kind of tastes like orange.
1: Yes, that. It's diluted <laughs> and not
0: very good. So that means that this wine is alcohol that is a liquid that tastes like wine. Yeah, A sure. little bit. Mm-hmm. Indirectly. Yeah. It's like a LaCroix.
1: A LaCroix.
0: The flavor Never is had. adjacent.
1: Mm-hmm. Adjacent. Right. That it was on, like, a. it was traveling on a highway with a truck next to, like, what, filled with fruits. Right. You know? <laughs> yes, that's the name. Like it's, yeah, it's, a, <laughs> it's traveling next to a truck of fruit or something.
0: Right. And it's, like, placed next to a banana after production. Yes. It doesn't taste anything. It's, I, I don't know. I hate fizzy drinks that aren't soda.
1: Yeah. I don't like soda that much, except for fried foods.
0: Yeah, well, fried food is not a soda.
1: No, I know, but I mean, with <laughs> with, with fried food, I don't like soda on its own. Right. Or You'll with, have a Coke with or McDonald's. Or with bland items. It's just too overpowering. So I like it with a nice, salty, crunchy food. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> you were looking at me weird. Yes, I was. Okay.
0: Okay. So to distract from the wine drink, Jake is like, hey, why don't I uh, try and tell you a cool cop story about a thing that I solved before? Mm-hmm. And then Kevin cuts him off and he's like, oh, I guess uh, Raymond didn't tell you that we don't discuss work in the house. I don't discuss- uh, what Beowulf. Is Beowulf. Mm-hmm. For some reason I wanted to say Gilgamesh. But (laughs) I mean, that's another classic, isn't it? Sure. Who's Gilgamesh? I don't don't remember. Is it an epic or an Odyssey?
1: Listen, I'm stupid. (laughs) Has a degree. I'm stupid. You did the books.
0: Hmm? You got like a book. You have a book degree.
1: I know I have a book degree. So when I don't know a book, I'm like, oh, I look extra stupid. (laughs) Extra stupid.
0: (laughs) But uh, yeah, he says like I don't discuss Beowulf. He doesn't discuss cops. Do.
1: Burp, burp, burp. Discuss the cap stories. Right. I yeah. had like a burp, little, burp, burp, burp. little seizure there
0: for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> I have
1: one every minute. It's fine. Every,
0: every single minute?
1: I'm all constantly stuttering.
0: But we cut to the next scene, and they're all standing like as Kevin talks about how Holt and them first met, which was over the phone apparently. Uh, Holt doesn't want him to tell the story because he's like, oh, they've all heard this one, hoping that everyone plays along and it's like, yeah, we heard it even though we did it. Yes. And then Amy's like, No, I need to know She's this. Like, I gotta know the
1: I gotta know.
0: I gotta know the information. I gotta know. I gotta write down <laughs> in my secret notebook that I write in every night about Holt.
1: Yeah, she has like a Holt journal, I'm sure. Or like a um like a dang it, what is that called?
0: A fan fiction sure. thing. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, a file on her computer. A file, mm-hmm but uh Holt was a source for Kevin when he was uh, a journalist like writing about something about yes. cops or whatever
1: for the New Yorker
0: for the New Yorker mhm and uh Kevin was asking him a series of dry questions about police work and Holt's answers had Kevin cracking up which uh, <laughs> a boring man comes up and he looks like a corpse, honestly. It we looks like, like someone drugged this dude out of a morgue, put him in a suit, and sent him to a party. <laughs> it's, it, it, he's yeah, the droopiest man.
1: Droopy and gray. Well, like, his skin is gray.
0: He's not as droopy. Well, he's he's kind of, like, even more droopy than the guy from those, like, dry eyes commercials. Yeah. Where he's like, um, get your clear eye.
1: Yeah, no, but he just looks gray and dead. Like, his eyes are sunken in.
0: Right. It's... No offense,
1: dude. <laughs> I think that's the point of his existence is to look like that for acting. Right.
0: Yeah. That's I'm fine. sorry. I'm sorry. God gifted so you. It's terrible fine. Days. We're observing
1: this. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we just like slammed him for no reason. I'm
1: sorry, but that's the point, I guess. <laughs> right.
0: But uh, this guy walks up and confirms. Holt is hilarious.
1: He's like the funniest guy ever, apparently. Right.
0: He everyone knows that Raymond Holt is hilarious. Yes, yeah, so like in
1: their circle of like, you know, astute people, he's the the like class clown kind of. Like he's a funny guy. He's the comedian.
0: I don't know what weird Which, world we just stepped into. What? Yeah. Where are we? Amy agrees to try and play along. Jake is visibly confused as to how that could be true. It was
1: like Holt equals funny, huh? What?
0: Right. What what? How does that make any sense? It
1: makes it doesn't compute.
0: But following their phone conversation, uh they talk some more and they end up going out for a drink the same night as that interview, and they've been together ever since. Which is honestly a very nice story. Very heartwarming. It's so sweet. But uh Jake changes the topic to Kevin's profession as he's a classics professor. Yes. Which I guess, you know, the why he said Beowulf earlier. Mhm. Which um I think that's the ultimate classic because that's like one, the one first of story the, like yeah. The it's the first, first one. Mhm. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. But uh Jake makes a joke and it just like doesn't make any sense
1: yeah it doesn't land he talks about classics in terms of like music and stuff
0: right the zeppelin journey yeah, yeah. Like, classic rock or whatever mm-hmm. but uh hope breaks up the conversation trying to uh stop this disaster yeah he continuing. sees it
1: like nose diving and he's like go and mingle guys
0: and um let's all go separate and yeah. not have this conversation any longer yep
1: as the night goes on, uh, you know, everyone's kind of wandering about, and Boyle ends up with a huge stain on his shirt, and Terry sees it, and he's like, ah, oh, it's a, it's this lovely winter salsa. I got it on my
0: shirt. What the heck's a winter salsa?
1: I don't know what that is.
0: That, like, not spicy?
1: Uh, but Terry's like, ah, oh, damn it. And Hitchcock <laughs> offers him his shirt. He was going to take off his own shirt and be topless at this party.
0: He said he was going to take off his shirt anyways
1: yeah he was gonna do it anyway he was like i w- i want to take this off anyway here you take it christ um but terry scolds him he's like he he's he says no like you would to a dog
0: He's <laughs> was like no no no
1: and uh then terry gives boyle his sweater the sweater he was wearing over top of his like button up um and he hands it to him and boyle puts it on and boyle's like oh it fits really well we have similar physiques
0: which, um, it's very loose on him. It's very actually. loose.
1: Also, similar physiques, no.
0: Harry is the definition of ripped. I and think- Boyle is uh, literally, like, a soft piece of dough.
1: When I was taking notes for this, honestly, that tickled me so much. I was laughing to myself for, like, a solid, <laughs> a solid minute because he just slips it in there so quickly. He just mumbles it under his breath. He's like, similar physiques
0: you're adorable
1: i I thought that was so funny (laughs) (laughs) anyway um but then terry turns to everyone and he's getting very annoyed that they've only been there for less than five minutes and everyone has just forgotten all of the rules that he's established and he's like emergency party hustle huddle i said hustle my god
0: (laughs) hustle hustle hustle.
1: (laughs) not a hustle not a hustle it's a huddle emergency party huddle now and so they're huddling and during this huddle, Jake says that he's confused and annoyed because why is everyone saying that Holt is funny? And like, why doesn't Kevin like cop stories? What's going on? <laughs> and Amy's like, well, I'm doing fine. And Jake mocks her for her earlier comment. He's like, oh, oh, really? Knockout pants? Really? <laughs> Knockout You're doing fine. What is going on? And so um, then Terry decides to set up a plan for them to continue this night and try and get through it by talking about the boring cultural trivia that they all know. So Charles, he knows about food. So he's like, you talk about food. You're like a culinary genius. You do your thing. Amy, you studied art history. Uh, so you talk about that.
0: Like, that's interesting.
1: Yeah, it's interesting. Scully, opera, obviously. Hitchcock, nothing. And Hitchcock, Say nothing ever. Hitchcock smirks. He's like, yeah, I got this. <laughs> <laughs> um, then he turns to Rosa and tells her to watch Gina so that she doesn't steal anything. But it's kind of too late for that because Gina holds up her purse full of like hats and scarves that she stole.
0: What the heck? How did um, nobody notice that?
1: And Rosa's like, it'll be put back. It's fine. Well, I'll she, take care of it."
0: she work in a police? I mean, how I is guess she if committing she's surrounded by cops, it's like harder
1: Maybe she's more adept at it because she's around cops, so the difficulty level is knocked up. I don't know.
0: Oh man, she playing like on a video hard. game.
1: Yeah. Oh, Games mode. Anyway, um, then Jake, um, they're like, okay, what Jake? What what will you talk about? And he's like, I'll talk about the New Yorker. Uh, J- Kevin mentioned it earlier, so and I've read an article in the New Yorker, so I can uh I can do that. And Terry suggests something else he says maybe you should lay low for the evening and like try not to start any conversations and jake (laughs) hitchcocking me jake is like you did you just hitchcock me wait
0: (laughs) and hitchcock was like yo yeah we're practically twins
1: (laughs) jake's face is deadpan
0: like oh my god no we're not yeah please no we're not
1: yeah and then uh terry breaks up the little huddle tells him to go go mingle go do your thing and they start walking so awkwardly. <laughs> they're, like, like trying in to a group.
0: walk away, but they're walking. Yeah, they're walking in a group. And, and Terry is just like, You're, stop walking in a group. You're not gazelles. Separate. <laughs> <laughs> so everyone splits off into their own little groups. And uh, uh, Jake walks over into a conversation that Holt is having with a group of boring people. And <laughs> Holt says something, and it's like, no, I said millimeter and everyone and
1: erupts <laughs> in laughter Everybody goes,
0: oh, oh, oh. and one girl's
1: like i'm gonna choke you're so funny
0: you are so funny uh oh you're so funny i'm gonna die i'm gonna jump out of building because i can't hear anything funnier than that ever. oh god
1: oh god oh god okay <gasps> calm down <gasps> uh, anyway okay aaron's malfunctioning <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, the that group disperses then kind of naturally,
0: right, and Jake stares com- uh, completely confused as to why anyone laughed at what he just said. That's true. He mm-hmm. said the word millimeter, although Jake was not there for the setup, so it could have been funny. could have been fun. we don't know, we don't know, but obviously, Holt is not a jokester that we know of mm-hmm. and uh Jake approaches Holt and Kevin, who are the last of the group standing there and Jake brings up an article about human trafficking from The New Yorker, and Kevin recognizes that article immediately. Jake says that he could talk about it for hours, but Holt and Terry subtly try to discourage this conversation from happening. Kevin is up for the talk because it's a topic he's interested in, but Holt distracts him with, like, other guests and says, like, oh, look, over here, Let's uh, there's some interesting people over here to talk to. Oh, Yes. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, yes. And uh, Jake knows he's in trouble because he only read the title of that article. So now he needs <laughs> to go and find it and read it because obviously it's in the house somewhere. Yes. He then picks up a crab leg and bites it through the shell.
1: He bites it like, you know, like how you eat corn or like a corn dog, not corn dog, like just, yeah, like corn, like sideways like that.
0: Right. Yeah. And he, he just goes in, and Terry's like, stop eating crab wrong. <laughs> like, how do you eat crab wrong?
1: He's eating crab wrong. What the hell? Ew, that's so gross.
0: Come on, you've had to have gone to Red Lobster.
1: Once, at least once.
0: Any, any like, family with any sort of extra money once a year goes to a Red Lobster. Wait, I,
1: I don't think I've ever been to one.
0: What? What? Well, that's because your family could afford real crab.
1: true. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. So as we continue, there's a lot of mingling happening. We have Boyle on his own. He walks up to this fancy looking lady with she's a little bit taller than him. She has red hair and he compliments her food choices like the food on her plate. And he has, you know, he uses his, his extensive food knowledge uh, to dazzle her with his words and such. They introduce themselves, and it turns out she's uh this lady named Vivian, and she's written this detailed like food recipe book. I didn't catch the the name. It was something like uh, pescatarian. I don't, I totally don't pescatarian remember pescatarian
0: diets of the paleo or like, something like that.
1: Oh, maybe yeah. Never mind. It was paleo something. Paleo. I don't know. Yeah. Um. I didn't catch it all, but Boyle is blown away. He's like the Vivian. I'm a huge fan. So he's a fan of this lady. Um, and they start hitting it off immediately. They get they're kind of giving each other googly eyes, you know.
0: She's like, "Oh, an ego stroke."
1: Oh yeah, but also she's impressed by him. She right. thinks that he's you know, he well he knows food and she knows food, so it's a common ground.
0: Right. Yes. Good conversation she's, making. She's
1: impressed and turned on.
0: <laughs> it's almost like it's the only thing he's allowed to talk about.
1: Ah oh, yes. Mm-hmm. But um, then we have. We have a lot of different scenes happening here. We have another short scene where Terry walks in on Amy in the kitchen taking pictures of the spice rack. Uh, that's a little bit strange, don't you think? A and, little bit. Yeah. And uh, she's like admiring the spice racks and says, ah, they must make their own hummus. Like, Which, what,
0: the, what the fuck? How do you know specifically what spices are in hummus that you just know that they make it themselves?
1: any that's weird but anyway Terry's like what are you doing and amy is like "Ah oh, yes terry i'm finding all of these household things to have that i have in common with holt so i can bond with him more like he has blue towels and i have blue towels and things like that
0: and the same microwave
1: same microwave yeah
0: which like having the same towels is more like a huh interesting that's and then, just, like, the conversation ends. There's no bonding there. I think
1: noting it to somebody is probably weirder to do that. Like, probably. we have the same colored towels. I wouldn't want to know that.
0: Maybe maybe if you were both going into the kitchen and being like, huh, I have those towels. Oh, I
1: have those same towels. Instead
0: of like, hey, you know that kitchen you have? I have things in it that y- are the same as yours.
1: That's creepy. So
0: I went and looked.
1: Yeah. And obviously, that's not okay behavior. So Terry grabs her phone and confiscates it. And tells her, this is not a recon mission. You'll get this phone back at the end of the night. The so, the that's that. Then we have Rosa and Gina. They're walking into a room. And Rosa approaches these three professors and asks them what they teach. Uh, one of them, it, like, teaches, like, history of some kind. Some sort of said, long-winded like, name.
0: Historicology.
1: It was some long-winded bullshit. It's um, fake. Yeah, the other one... Teaches m- molecular biology, and then the third one teaches abnormal psychology. And Rosa is like perfect. I have just the person you should meet. <laughs> and she's like, "Gina, come hither, come right. here."
0: She, she was like, "So you stay like crazies and weirdos, right?" She's like, "Perfect." And the guy is like, "I guess." We-
1: in uh, someone in that field would not call them that that is <laughs> not okay to call people those people <laughs> that.
0: right mentally impaired
1: yes you can't do that um and so then gina walks over and rosa is like hey gina what are you thinking about right now and gina responds that she's thinking about how she'd be the perfect american president based on her skill set which is her dancing ability oh wait no hang on her
0: dance ability
1: yeah it's her skill set then her dancing ability and also her bloodlust.
0: Oh, is it dance ability? Yeah. I thought she said that like one word. Like she has dance ability.
1: That's not a word. So she wouldn't right. say that.
0: I thought she made it up. She does that.
1: Maybe she did that. But I put dancing ability because I'm a, I'm a person. So I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it's those three things. And um, bloodlust. Skills, dancing, bloodlust. Right, right. Blood and list. the the last one has the psychology professor absolutely fascinated immediately. He's <laughs> like, "That is fascinating. fascinating." So we have that going on. It, everything's kind of a mess right now. Um, then we have Jake in the, like the library area. He's trying to hunt down that magazine, that the New Yorker t- magazine, um, and he can't find it. It's not. It's nowhere to be seen in the library. They don't have any magazines out. And then he realizes that, oh, they probably keep their magazines in the bathroom. Duh. That's where you poop. And then you read a magazine. So it makes sense.
0: Right. He was like, what kind of crap library doesn't have any books? Yeah. Oh, a crap library. A
1: crap library. (laughs) That makes sense. Magazines. And as he turns to go to a bathroom, Holt is like right there. Holt sneaks up on him. And he's on to his antics. He knows that Jake is like doing something. He's up to something. And Jake is acting very suspicious. And- Holt just warns him not to try so hard to impress his husband, which is like, we don't really know what to make of this at first, but then when you get to the end of the episode, you understand it. Right. Um, but then Holt walks away and Jake goes off to find that magazine still. And then we, fu- we cut to him in a bathroom, getting frustrated that he can't find this one specific New Yorker uh, magazine. And he's like, why won't my life work out perfectly?
0: all the time
1: all the time <laughs> i know that feeling um and then someone knocks on the bathroom door and interrupts him and it gives that like panicked response as we all do when we don't know how to respond when you're like, in
0: a bathroom i'm almost done i'm halfway I'm halfway, halfway done <laughs> half with what i'm doing in here I'm almost you done. don't want
1: to be like i'm shitting or something you don't want to say <laughs> that. he wasn't shitting but you know, you don't want to say that. So you're just like, how do you respond when someone knocks on a door?
0: You put on your best trucker voice and you say, Shitter's
1: full. <laughs> I guess that's the only solution, huh? I guess. Yeah.
0: The only people that we haven't caught up with yet is Scully and Hitchcock, which, you know, Scully was like assigned opera. Like, mm-hmm. talk about that. But instead of talking about opera to people, he's just straight up singing opera in the foyer.
1: And people are enjoying it.
0: Right. Everybody's like, oh, yes, we're boring. We love opera.
1: We love stupid things. I'm kidding. Oh, God, that's mean.
0: (laughs) Oh, man. She's slamming Slamming the
1: the opera community.
0: (laughs) I was just going to say that. The opera community. (laughs) Hopefully that doesn't eat into our listenership here. Uh, Damn. Sorry, opera listeners. Loses some followers. But uh, Hitchcock is standing alongside with the other people listening. And somebody is like, oh, it's beautiful. And then, like, a part comes up. And Hitchcock was like, "Oh yes, I love this part. Always makes me emotional." And the professor next to him is like, "Oh, you must be very proud." And then he's like, "Yeah, I am." (laughs) Which like, Hitchcock just like, I don't even know if he's like registering the conversation. I think he's on autopilot right now. Yeah, pretty much because he's supposed to talk about nothing. Yes. And uh, then the professor guy, which. Honestly, at this point, I assume everyone here is a professor.
1: It seems like it. Everyone's a professor from the university.
0: That's a lot of professors. It's
1: a lot of professors.
0: Too many, too many professors. Too many. Cut down those dumb classes. Oh. <laughs> oh. And uh, the, and, uh, you know, insert generic professor person oh. asks Hitchcock how long they've been together, him and Scully. Mm-hmm. And uh, not picking up on the social implication in that question... Hitchcock says that they've been partners for thirty years. Which, uh, <laughs> if you're like, if you can have a conversation with somebody, you might notice that he's like, "How long have you been together?" is a question about relations.
1: He's not picking up on the social cues here.
0: No, no, no social cues. No social cues. Right, and then another professor asks if they ever get harassed at work, and Hitchcock's like, "Uh, harassed? Why?" And then the the guy clarifies, you know, for being a gay couple in the NYPD. And Hitchcock responds with a, uh, 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 and then we cut.
1: (laughs) Yep. So we don't get a response from him or a clarification. He just has no idea how to respond to this.
0: He's like, oh, I wasn't really paying attention until now, and now I'm in a hole.
1: He's like, oh, shit, I I somehow got myself here. (laughs) Uh Uh-oh.
0: Where did I come from? Where, Where did, did I go? go? Where did I come from?
1: Cotton Eye Joe.
0: Cotton Eye Joe.
1: Cotton <laughs> <laughs> oh, Joe. I whispered it. You won't hear it.
0: Right. Whispers.
1: Whispers. Whisper, whisper. Whispers.
0: So, <laughs> wait, what did you just say? Whispers. Oh, okay.
1: Sounding a weird old lady or something. <laughs>
0: <laughs> He's so cute. No. But uh, then we cut to Terry walking in in the kitchen with Jake on his cell phone. And Terry's like, um, another rule that I told you not to do, you're breaking it right now. And uh, <laughs> Jake was like, hey, you know, I'm talking to my credit card company because I tried to get a- an online subscription for the New Yorker, but they declined my transaction because apparently a New Yorker subscription is uncharacteristic of my, like, buying His habits. His purchase history. His purchase history. Yeah. But I was like, you're buying habits yes which have you has that ever happened to you
1: no it hasn't um, i
0: i have one time had my bank call me because they thought something was weird really and it was because my chinese order was larger than usual oh my
1: god <laughs> chinese order what are you getting from china
0: <laughs> no no not, that's not what i meant oh <laughs> it's not directly from china chinese restaurant oh okay it was when I was at the comic book store all the time.
1: Oh, okay. I thought you were getting from something from China. And you're Like this is a large <laughs> order. What is from China. From China. Huh? Directly huh. from China. I mean, you buy things from China plenty. And all it's the like time.
0: from from Xi Jinping himself. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I was ordering Chinese food at mm-hmm. the comic book store. Okay. Like I always, I ordered Chinese food like every time I was there. Right. So like they knew I ordered Chinese food, mm-hmm. but one time it was like a fifty dollar order because like God. everybody just gave me money and I ordered it. Yeah, and it was like a group order, okay. and they like called me immediately and they were like, "Hey, uh, did you just purchase like fifty dollars worth of Chinese food?"
1: Yes, I did, and it's all for me. <laughs>
0: and I was like, "Uh, yep, that was me." And they were like, "Okay, it was all for me." And somebody was like, "Wow, that's a really good bank service."
1: That is actually. <laughs> yeah, I'm when, impressed.
0: That was when I was with Northwest. Wow. Technically, I'm still with Northwest. Yeah, you never closed out the account. <laughs> Good job, Aaron. Good job. But yeah, Jake was trying to, you know, to find this like uh, article because he couldn't find the physical one in the house. Mm-hmm. And uh, Terry like takes his phone, and he's like, "No more, no more phone." But Jake protests, and he's like, "Wait, l- let me at least look at the first two like paragraphs mm-hmm. of the article that I can see on my phone." Without the subscription, Terry allows it. Right, He's Terry's like, you can like, look at it. You can, you fine, you can look at that. But after that, no more phone. And he like smashes his phone in his hand, mm-hmm. like Terry's own phone. His own phone. And uh, Jake's like, ha ah, ah.
1: Just break your own phone.
0: <laughs> it's like it's fine. I'm due for an upgrade anyways. My babies are on the cloud. It
1: doesn't matter. It's fine. My it's all, babies it's all good. are on
0: the cloud. <laughs> Always keep your babies on the cloud.
1: Always. So here is now a train wreck of a conversation. Just warning you guys, Jake approaches Kevin by you know they're by themselves, and Jake is like, "Oh, this party is so lovely." And then Kevin jumps into the article talk immediately. He wants to talk about the article that he brought up earlier, (laughs) and he starts asking like this uh, complicated question about the 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 thesis, which I don't remember. It's not that complicated. It's like a it's something. Yeah, I don't
0: know, it's, something, it's a thesis.
1: Yeah, but it very much confuses Jake. Right, he's and like, so what's a thesis? He's Yeah, he's caught off guard immediately. So he tries to kind of, you know how you try and worm your way through a conversation when you don't understand anything that's going on?
0: Yep, because yeah, you're you like, I'm too far gone.
1: Yeah, you're like, oh shit, oh shit. So then, you know, he then, through that, accidentally implies that he thinks slavery is good. <laughs> and Whoops. that- he just accidentally screwed up so much. Um Then,
0: when you tell the man with a black husband that you think slavery is a good thing,
1: big yikes! <laughs> so, uh, I,
0: P.S. I was like cringing hardcore throughout this like entire episode. You
1: couldn't do it, and I was like, this this won't be good for our podcast.
0: And it's like, Aaron, if you don't pay attention, we won't have anything to talk about.
1: Yeah, but. Jake tries to like backpedal a bit. He's like, "Wait, I don't think you understood that uh that article correctly." He's like, and "I don't then, know if
0: you understand the thesis."
1: Yeah, and then Kevin says, "Well, I read it last night before bed. I, it's fresh in my mind." And then Jake is like, "Ah, that's interesting. Um, excuse me, I'm gonna go to the bathroom real quick."
0: He's like, "He said I'm gonna go. I need to go to the crap library."
1: The crap library. <laughs> Cringe. And so of course he knows where to find the magazine. He's going to get it and he's going to read it
0: from the bedside.
1: Yes, and so then we jump over to another scene where Boyle and Vivian are still bonding and they're talking um, at the table, like standing around a table, and they're talking about rare and illegal foods to consume.
0: What? Illegal?
1: Yeah, there's like uh, something that's illegal. I didn't catch it. I think it was some kind
0: of a bird. Ooh, uh, uh, somebody on a podcast I was listening to brought back illegal fruit from Columbia.
1: Interesting.
0: Right. Which um, uh apparently even if you eat that fruit, it's illegal to eat it because it'll like mess with the ecosystem of other plants in the area. Whoa. Interesting. So like if the seeds pass through your poop and that seed somehow gets planted mm-hmm. somewhere. It
1: messes things up. Right. That's interesting. So, um yeah, Vivian talks about this opportunity she got one time to like eat this this thing you're not supposed it's like it has a beak. It's like a probably a bird of some kind. It's you can't eat it. Um, But she was given the opportunity to eat it, and so she did. And Boyle's very turned on by this, which is disgusting.
0: That's the sexiest thing anyone's ever said. It's
1: kind of gross, but he's like, (laughs) he's so turned on by it.
0: How would you feel if you were talking to somebody and you said something, you were just talking about something you did, Mm -hmm. and they just went, that's the sexiest thing anyone's ever said.
1: Well, you see, if you said it, I'd be fine with it.
0: Right, but like, what if I said it to you when we didn't know each other? That's
1: fine. That's fine. You see, I'm weird. I just think you're hot. I don't know.
0: (laughs) What if Charles said it to you?
1: Well, then no, that's not okay. But she (laughs) is Vivian's clearly into him, so it'd be the same kind of dynamic. I'd be like, I'm into you, you know.
0: So Boyle was reading signals.
1: Yeah, he's reading signals. He's he's catching up on cues here. And she, she actually asks him if he's seeing anyone. Is there anyone like in your life right now? How are you single? How are you single? Like, how how is a dashing man like you single?
0: With all that food knowledge.
1: All that food knowledge, all, the, all those small shoulders. <laughs> um, and then Boyle looks at Rosa from across the room very quickly. And then he looks at her, looks at Vivian, and says, no, there's no one in my life right now. So and he winks. That's, yeah. <laughs>
0: and he's like, and he said, I realize that winking about that, it's kind of sad.
1: Yeah, so Boyle's trying to move on from Rosa. Look at that! Look at him! Look Good at him go! Lad. And which is, he's doing it the right way because he's finding common interest with an, another person that is also reciprocating his signals.
0: Right, right. You not know? like, oh hey, not just hot stuff,
1: throwing yourself at somebody,
0: not sending unsolicited dick pics.
1: Right. Oh, don't do that. Um, Boyle's never d- done that.
0: No, no, he's <laughs> a goodness. sweet boy.
1: Boyle is a sweet boy. Um, and so then there's that scene, and we cut over to another scene with Rosa, she's leaning against the door frame. And Amy walks up to her and asks her, "Why are you not with Gina? You're supposed to be watching her." And Rosa points to Gina and she's surrounded by all these like psychologists and other uh professors,
0: mind people. Mind
1: people, she's dazzling them and um as Gina keeps talking, more and more professors surround her to take notes. They're all taking notes like feverishly. And the one psychologist can't believe that he's seeing the overlap of ego and id in person. Like it was been theorized, but he's actually seeing it, and he can't believe it.
0: Which, um, I, I like a quarter know what he's talking about.
1: I kind of know. Yeah, I kind of know. I, I it's read, been a long time.
0: I read books in high school about it. I Me too. I don't know. It's
1: been a long time. Anyway, we're going to assume that it's something insane.
0: Probably not about the Veil vale of Maya album. Id.
1: No, it's not that. <laughs> <laughs> but then we are back with Boyle and Vivian, and they are in a closet making out. They're they Frenching. And, they're straight up lips. Frenching each other. Right. And, Just
0: like the food that they love.
1: And they're enjoying how scandalous this feels. Uh, Boyle's like, I feel like a teenager again. And Vivian's like, I feel 40 again. <laughs> oh, God. How old is she? She must be like 50-something, 50, 50 I think.
0: I mean, she looks like she's in her 50s. I mean, she looks about 40 she's, to me, actually. She, well I feel like She looks like she's in her 50s mm-hmm. She looks like she's in a really good 50 Oh okay Like I'm not saying she looks like a 50 year old And you're like oh you're on your way
1: Oh okay yeah I get you uh, But then as they're making out Boyle wants to spice this up a little bit This little make out session So he pulls out this leaf This it's got an umami flavor
0: and Which he- uh, that's the second time That he's brought up umami in this I'm show I'm pretty sure
1: that's savory yeah, a savory yeah. of some kind and he tells he puts it in her mouth he tells her to chew on it she's very turned on at this point you can tell by her face and there she puts it in her mouth and they start making out and the leaf ends up in Boyle's mouth and he pulls it out very like is you know sexily
0: what Ugh. no thanks
1: and he says delicious
0: no no, no. gross this episode is just like a mishmash of scenes of like the whole crew. Yeah. Trying to socialize and failing horribly over and over again.
1: It is. It is.
0: But so continuing with that, we get Amy. Uh, she sees Holt and she's going to go and try to bond with him. She starts talking about how they have the same microwave. He's like, so uh, the popcorn time is a little late. and He's <laughs> like, I'm sorry. And she's like, you know, on the microwave. I have the same one that you have. And he was like, oh, uh, yeah, I didn't buy that microwave. It came, from, came with the house. And she was like, fuck, on the inside of her head.
1: <laughs> she was like, oh, shit.
0: She didn't say it out loud, but yeah. her eyes definitely were like, oh, God. Yeah. And then Amy was like, uh, any thoughts on uh, hummus? <laughs> and Holt was like, I have no thoughts about hummus. <laughs> <laughs> Who has any thoughts about hummus? Who does? Except if you watch regular show true hummus Hummus. (laughs) yes yes but uh after holt says he has no thoughts on hummus he excuses himself elsewhere rosa walks up behind her and says uh like should i mercy kill you now you know to just free you from this embarrassment (laughs) amy is super frustrated and she's like obviously i need to do even more intense research in order to bond with him I need to seriously violate his privacy so that we can bond.
1: Because that's the answer.
0: Right, exactly. That's
1: the perfect logical reasoning.
0: It sounds like creepy high school girl. maybe yeah. Creepy middle school girl vibes.
1: It, it really is.
0: I feel like I've had a girl like that have a crush on me at some point.
1: Oh, because you're so hot and attractive and desirable?
0: Right, because that's what happens when you're hot and desirable. You get creepy women. That's true. Women, w- no, uh, that was a joke. I don't think that's true.
1: Wait, what? Why? Cre-
0: creepy women don't go, like, uh, like hot dudes get hot, uh, like, hot girls.
1: They also get creepy girls.
0: I feel like that's less.
1: You're, But you're on a nice, attractive, hot boy. So, <laughs> I'm, I don't know where I'm going with this. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm just receiving compliments. But you're hot. Loving it. Anyway. 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 So Terry is talking with two men and he's like, "Oh, movies and stuff." And they're like, "Oh, yeah, but no." And <laughs> <laughs> and uh he sees Amy go up the stairs to the second floor, which there is a chain link and like a sign up that says like, "Please do not go to yeah, the second floor." But you
1: have to like step over or go under to get up the stairs.
0: Right. And he watches Amy blatantly ignore this sign. And then he sees Jake go up the stairs and ignore the sign. Mm-hmm. And so Terry's like, Excuse me, I have to go. And he like runs off to go find them. Yep. Amy goes into the master bedroom and starts looking through the DVR on the television to like find something to talk to Hold about.
1: Yeah. And she, f- she finds the uh, how it's made contact lenses. And she's like, Yes, score.
0: Which, you know, that. It, how it's made episodes are very good conversation starters, Mhm. I do enjoy that show, yeah, and then Jake comes in right after her, and they're both startled. They're like, "Ah, what are you doing up here, and like what are you doing up here and uh Jake says he needs to find a magazine so that he can defend the accidental pro slavery stance that he backed himself into. <laughs> Which, that is not a good place to be. That's not oof, a good place to be.
1: Oof, bad, hot water.
0: And then Terry barges in and he's like, why are you both up here ignoring signs, breaking all of my party adult party rules? What is going on? I'm so angry. hmm <laughs> And then, like, Jake quickly tries to say that, like, he was there to reprimand Amy because he saw her going up, so he was like, oh, I'm going to go reprimand her. and. Terry is like, both of you just need to, like, get out of here right now. hmm And just as they're about to leave, they hear Holt's voice outside the door, and they all run into the bathroom to hide. Holt and Kevin are arguing bec- about Holt's guests, which, you know, is, like, the detectives from the precinct. Kevin claims that they've been acting terribly this entire time, and Holt says that he, Kevin, is the one that's, been way too harsh with Holt's guests and you know they're like arguing back and forth about it in the bathroom their dog Cheddar, Kevin Holt's dog Cheddar which is a adorable fat little corgi dog. Oh
1: he's so chonky and sweet.
0: He's chonky, chonky and mm. his face is so like. He's smiley He's smiley and cute oh, and so just cute. a happy little corgi dog. Sweet baby It still feels like whenever there's a dog on this show they like drugged them beforehand so I'm they're so not cute. like active <laughs>
1: Although, no, I think I've had experience with corgis and they are like that sometimes you've met a Just, corgi? oh yeah I've I've like interacted with one a lot and they are kind of like loafs
0: I'm I, mean, I, I want to interact with a the corgi they're
1: very hairy they're very, very... very hairy
0: oh well I mean dogs you are comb, hairy.
1: you have to comb I mean like they have an undercoat you have to like comb very thoroughly
0: that sounds like a nice like watch TV comb an undercoat
1: yeah it it takes a lot of arm work For sure. Yeah. Yeah. Working out. Getting work out one
0: arm. I'm working out. I'm working out. But yeah, (laughs) Cheddar is in the bathroom, and Amy starts panicking because as we learned in the one episode with puppies, she is severely allergic to dogs, and Terry picks up Cheddar to try and, like, keep him away from Amy, but it's not working very well, and she starts, like, sneezing. And Jake looks at the dog. And he's like, "You better not ruin this for us."
1: And he's just smiling. He's just like, have ha, ha, ha. happy. What's going on?
0: You're hello. so Cute. I imagine he's like a polite British boy. Oh, cute. He's like, hello, Governor. Oh, what's going on? Oh. Around here. <laughs> oh, I'm a classic British boy. Cute. Oh, hello. Oh. And uh, so back outside the bathroom in the mat- in the bedroom, Kevin wants to know why Holt made him invite them. Oh. Look at that. Holt made Kevin invite them. A the reveal. Guests. A reveal. Holt says it's because he really likes the people he works with. They're good people. And they're interrupted by some violent sneezing in the bathroom. And Holt is like, uh, Amy, are you hiding in the bathroom with my dog that you're deathly allergic to? And she's like, no, <laughs> not at all. And Holt opens the door. sees the three of them in the bathroom. And Jake just goes, occupied? <laughs> Lame. <laughs> and then he shuts the door.
1: Yep. We are now at the next day at the precinct in the aftermath of this terrible night. And Amy... Well, Everyone Jake,
0: died.
1: Yeah, Jake comes in and he's...
0: <laughs>
1: he has like a laptop bag, but it's like a paper bag. And it ripped and his core fell out that's besides the point uh amy starts talking about how last night was so awful and she wheeze cried herself to sleep because like it was just a disaster
0: that's really sad
1: and like wheeze cried that's an intense crying session
0: deep crying that is so much shame
1: yeah but jake tries to look on the bright side of this he says that well holt said that he liked them like he verbally said out loud out loud that he liked them but that was before he threw them out of his
0: house. So <laughs> right, for the invasion of privacy.
1: Yeah, we don't know how much that actually still matters. <laughs> he yeah. might not like them anymore. Yeah,
0: there's some distrust.
1: We'll see. Uh, but Amy wants to know why she's stuck on why Kevin didn't want to invite them because I mean she wants approval in in Holt's life and like uh, by association I, I imagine she wants Kevin's uh, like approval as well. Right. Right. So. You know, she stuck on his opinion and why he didn't want to invite them. Um, She's like, we could have been really cool people, but we weren't. But we could have been. (laughs) I could have been. I just love that self-awareness she had there.
0: She's like, "Uh, we should have at least been given the chance.
1: Yeah. But then Jake is like, listen, I knew that I was screwed when the no cop stories rule was introduced by Kevin. So that yeah, was, was like, that for him
0: all my charm is in the cop stories
1: yeah and amy tries to think like okay well maybe he's sick of hearing cop stories after 30 years of being together maybe you know he just probably doesn't want to hear it anymore right he's probably just sick of it like shut up um
0: <laughs> shut up shut up you dumb bitch
1: shut up ah. <laughs> so why am i married to you then jake has this realization moment and he calls amy a brilliant bastard and it's like, you figured it out, you got it, but not really, but I figured it out. I, I, okay, I gotta go and see Kevin now, and, and talk to him.
0: We're left like, what, mm-hmm. what?
1: So we cut to this next scene, and Jake is visiting Kevin at his job, in his office. It's a very ornate, fancy office. It's obviously, Ooh. it's like a, it's a uh-huh. great university. Yours. Yeah. You spotted in the background that um Terry's painting Right, of Holt, the oil painting, yeah,
0: (laughs) the Baroque oil painting that Terry did of Holt, Mm -hmm. Holt's portrait, is in the background in Kevin's office. So
1: he did love it. That's really cute. He did love that picture. Yeah, um, and Jake, he kind of like busts in a little bit, and he wants to tell him that he has solved a case, and Kevin's like, "No, no, hang on, hang on. There's also a no cop stories, no cop talk policy." here too so no right, right and then jake is like no no, no. see i've solved the case of the no cop talk policy so he points out three things that stood out to him last night that kevin didn't want the nine nine there in the first place even though he's never met them then the second thing he noticed was or noted at least was that the professors asked hitchcock and scully if well yeah if they were harassed At the precinct
0: right Yeah, for
1: being a gay couple which they're not and then the third thing was in the photo jake observed last night that holt and kevin were like far off to the side it was this photo of um like other cops uh, from a while ago with their their wives. wives and the they were like kind of squished off to the side and they seemed like holt and kevin seemed very left out and Then that's Jake pieces it together and he comes to the conclusion that Kevin doesn't like cops. Right. That's the thing. Right,
0: because of the discrimination.
1: Yeah. And Kevin's like, well, I'm married to one. And then Jake says this very important quote, and it's probably the most important one in this, uh, maybe in this season right now. I'm not sure. And he goes, I know, and I can't imagine it's been fun watching the man you love marginalized, underappreciated, and disrespected by the NYPD. Oof. And that's heavy. Yeah. That's, so, I That's want, the hard truth right there. Yeah. Um, I'll continue this and then say something I'm I'm thinking later, but uh, Kevin then explains that, he like, confirms this. He's like, yes, that's true. And because Holt is gay, his colleagues have put him through hell, and many of them have looked and acted like jake so he was kind of profiling him or like you know uh, assuming that based on his looks and his personality that he was the same way as these other cops in the past that have treated Holt terribly and like discriminated against him
0: yeah right I yeah. mean when you've had so many bad experiences like that
1: yeah you have this like you know just like white kind of cocky man and that, if that's what they have all looked like and acted like then you're going to assume that he's the same right, right? Um, but then Jake sincerely apologizes for ruining the party and he wants to make it up to them but we had that scene that's the end of that scene and i just wanted to note that you know jake is a really fun and interesting character in like many ways but um he has a lot of drawbacks and a lot of um negative qualities i guess things that are funny but also a little bit annoying and childish right. and things but yeah, he does the
0: things that he has to grow through
1: yeah but he has this he has redeeming qualities and this is one of his strongest redeeming qualities is that he has like social awareness and he ha- he knows he sees injustice and he's not oblivious to it. He is aware of it. You know what I mean?
0: Right. He's a good like law enforcer. Yeah. He's he not only sees like law injustice, but
1: social and like you know that kind of injustice.
0: Right, injustice, but like between like different people, yes. like treating people groups. unfairly. Yeah, he, he he notices that, and he like can sympathize or yeah. empathize.
1: He's not an, an oblivious idiot to to like social things, even though he's you know not not the brightest all the time, but he's not oblivious to the things that matter.
0: Right, which uh, I think is definitely tied to like. He spent a lot of time thinking about emotions and how they affect people because of what he went through not having his dad around a lot Mm -hmm. in his childhood.
1: Yeah. I don't know. It's... To me, like, sometimes it's hard to make um, main male characters, uh, you know, stand out, I guess. I think, obviously, um, Andy Samberg's performance already makes him stand out, but just the way that, that Jake is written... I think that his redeeming qualities are so strong and, like, heartwarming, you know? Like, it it feels good, and I don't know. It's just, like, it's crazy to applaud something so almost basic. Like, you would want everyone to be like this, right?
0: Right, yeah. Like, everyone should be able to recognize mm -hmm. social injustice. But
1: because he is such a, like, he's a cocky male a lot of the times, and he's pretty bullheaded,
0: Right. The type of guy that you, you would think would ignore these kind of yes, things, just would... like he was profiled by Kevin.
1: Yeah. And in and that, and that way, it makes him quite a dynamic character, you know, that he has these things that you wouldn't typically off the bat think that he has or
0: knows. Right. Which, you know, like you said, it's a redeeming quality because he's not entirely an annoying, like boyish person.
1: No. Yeah. He's in fact, he's quite a good person.
0: And now, back to that, you know, promise that Jake had to make up uh, the bad night to Kevin Mm -hmm. and Holt. Yes. They have taken Kevin and Holt to a restaurant for a nice birthday dinner to make up for, like, the weird time that they had the night before. Yes. And they had it so that Amy chose the restaurant. And uh, Holt was like, "Huh, this is nice. I've always wanted to come here. Which, he does that, like... I don't know, I say he does that thing, but like he has like a smile on his face. He's like actually happy to be there.
1: You know, this last scene, he's emoting so much to the point where he's you know, he's very robotic a lot of the times. But right, he's very, very human here in the way that he uh he speaks and kind of like gestures and just the little things about him and his face. That was my thing that I noticed. So yes. I was like, he's actually a person.
0: That's a very good way to put it. He's being very human. He is being sort. human. Yeah. Something that confuses me about this, uh, planning that they did though. They said that Amy picked the restaurant, but Boyle and Vivian picked the menu.
1: Yeah. So I think that what that means is they consulted and Amy was like, we'll choose this restaurant. And then, uh, Boyle was like, we'll like have them. I, I imagine at fancy places they have different menus. Oh, I'm like different
0: styles of food they can different prepare? Different
1: styles, yeah, something like that. I, I've never been, so I don't know. But sounds I think like he a, chose the course, the meal, perhaps.
0: Sounds like the uh the opposite of one of my favorite memes, which is like, is this a rich people joke? I'm too poor to understand. <laughs> <laughs> it
1: is. It is the opposite.
0: It's like I have no idea what's going on. Yeah. But then uh and then Terry chose the champagne that they're gonna be drinking. And as he's pouring, Terry apologizes, saying that he failed to keep the 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 crew in line, and Holt says that it wasn't his job, and he's just sorry that Terry didn't get to enjoy himself at the party.
1: He was being so human and sweet. Like, that hurts my heart.
0: He's being a very nice man right He's
1: being now. so sweet.
0: This is, like, the real Holt. It is. The not-business Holt. Yeah. And at that moment, Jake is like, and uh, Gina has brought back all the silverware that she stole from your house, and Kevin <laughs> was like, uh, wait, what? What? And then Rosa brings with like, and this clock. And Holt's like, this is not ours. <laughs> <laughs> Where'd the clock come from?
1: Where'd the clo- whose clock is that?
0: I, I have no idea whose clock that is.
1: Whose clock?
0: And uh, one last promise Jake says that he will never discuss the New Yorker ever again because he doesn't know what he's talking about. Yes. And then they bring out Scully, and he is going to be singing opera for the evening. And Hitchcock's. Hitchcock starts to, like, cry over the song again. And Kevin and Holt have a little cheers. They clink their glasses, and they hold hands across the table as they listen to the opera at their nice new dinner.
1: Ah, uh, yes. Also, um, one thing I didn't write down was that Kevin seems to be warming up to Jake as well. He's like, you can call me Kev. They have, like, a little brief interaction.
0: That was a joke.
1: Yeah, that was a joke.
0: Right, right. It was like... uh. He was like, "Thank you, Jake." He was like, yeah. "No problem, Kevin."
1: But that he's like joking It's right. like he's he's warming up to him, and yes, I think I'm hoping that he's seeing that um the most important thing here is that these coworkers really care about Holt, and they you know it's they want to prove him wrong. You know, he Holt has had all kinds of coworkers discriminate against him, and but these ones love him.
0: Right, these ones respect him as a superior and yeah. they care about him as a person.
1: Yeah, so that's heartwarming and sweet.
0: Yes, this is a very wholesome end to this episode.
1: It is, and that was The Party, episode 16.
0: Right, uh, nice return after our break. Nice, wholesome return to the show.
1: Wholesome and sweet. It's such a good episode. I think it's one of my favorites in this season because it's really funny. It's got that... um you know, not as awful, but it's got the same energy as uh the office, the one dinner party episode. Oh. Where it's not that level of cringe. The flat but the the interaction, the different interactions are just so like off the wall and just Right. It yeah. hurts. it's cringy. But it's also It you makes know, me sink and do
0: a pillow and almost not pay attention.
1: Yeah, you couldn't do it. Uh but no, that's a great episode. And if you enjoyed this, then you can totally help us out by rating and reviewing us on Apple Podcasts because that helps us so much that, like, helps the charts or whatever. We are not on the charts, obviously, but <laughs> we could maybe one day, if maybe you guys one day be on some give charts. us some rate and reviews. Yeah. All really you cool.
0: Apple Podcast listeners yeah, out there. Yeah.
1: That would really help us out a lot. And we would appreciate that.
0: And then if you're listening to us on Spotify, if you could follow us on Spotify, it also really helps. So that we show up in searches and when people are looking for anything related to Brooklyn Nine-Nine in their podcast.
1: Yeah, that helps us out, helps the algorithm. It does a lot of good for us. It
0: also gives us a little personal confidence boost to see our follower numbers go up.
1: It really does. And honestly, it makes us more driven to do this and to make this podcast specifically better for you guys. If you guys really like it, we want to make it better.
0: Right. We want to make some good content for y'all.
1: Yeah. It motivates us.
0: And then you can also head over to our social media pages, Um, uh, The Rewatch Pod, TRW Pod yes, on uh, Pod. Instagram, Instagram. Mm-hmm. and then uh, Alternative Bird Podcast on Facebook, where we post about this podcast and our secondary podcast, The Way the Pod Goes.
1: Yes. That's all of our information, basically.
0: Yes. Condensed. That's all of it. And then you could also, uh, if you want, send us an email at uh, trwpod at gmail.com
1: oh we would love to get an email
0: oh uh, yeah listener submissions please yeah tell, tell us how you what you thought about the episode if there was anything stand out to you about it that we could you know uh, discuss at the end that yeah. you th- or yeah. anything that you thought we might have missed
1: or also like any suggestions on how to like make this better for you if you want
0: yeah Anything that you, uh, in particular, would like to see from us in the future?
1: Yeah, because we haven't heard any feedback yet, but we would love to hear some because we want to make the best content. Yes. Yeah. All right. And, well, uh, as, thank you.
0: As we have a, a mm-hmm. wholesome end to our episode, we we have another wholesome Oh, do we uh, want episode. to announce it right now? Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, if you like our page already, you would have noticed. But uh, me and Brooke here, your hosts, have been engaged over the course of the past week.
1: Yep. Aaron proposed to me.
0: Yeah. We getting married. <laughs>
1: we getting married.
0: We got married. We getting married. Yeah.
1: Anyway, yeah. We're engaged. That's my fiance right there.
0: Yes. We are fiancés now.
1: We're being gross and this <laughs> is going on too long. So. But yeah.
0: Yeah. Announcement. Wholesome.
1: Wholesome. Wholesome sweetness. Um. More wholesomeness. We love you guys.
0: Yeah. Anyways, thanks for listening. Yeah. And uh, we will see you next time.
1: See you in the next one.
0: Bye, Bye.